And I'm Jillian. And we are the hosts of the OK Drama Podcast. Where two friends recap and break down K-dramas one episode at a time. We are back and we are going to be covering episode 9 of Descendants of the Sun today. Um, I'm still so excited to keep talking <laughs> about this every week, but um, we are going to start this episode the way we start every episode, by going over the synopsis from Kokowa and Hulu. So the Kokowa synopsis is, Heejin heard Moyan accidentally confess her feelings towards him. In the meantime, Commander Yoon made a surprise visit to Uruk, and Shijin, Moyan, Young, and Myungju were summoned to see him. Dot, mm. dot, dot. The Hulu synopsis says, Moyan's will gets announced through the speakers. Moyan tries to avoid Shijin out of embarrassment. However, Shijin never loses track of her. Meanwhile, Lieutenant General Yoon suddenly visits Uruk, making all four of them nervous. That's pretty tame for a Hulu synopsis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're both pretty on point with each other, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like normally one of them is just like, what? This is crazy. Or this yeah. is just all one scene. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so we start the episode with Dr. Daniel and Mo Yan testing out the PA system again. They put the music on so the patients can listen. And we basically just get to see shots of patients that we had seen in previous episodes. Mm-hmm. I guess healing and listening <laughs> to the music. <laughs> they start to look better. Then we hear Moyan's confession slash will, depending on <laughs> what the subtitles say. Yeah. And uh, we get to see everyone's reactions, which are great. So Moyan starts running, like hustling to get her phone. And I just love Shijin's face while he's listening to her voice memo because. He looks like he's really taking it all in. Like, he looks thoughtful, a little confused, Mm -hmm. a little happy, like, all at the same time. And then we see Moyan run (laughs) into the room in probably the most awkward fashion. She, like, is running like a fucking football player. Yeah. Like, just, like, shoulders out. Burst through that door. (laughs) And she pulls her phone out, just, like, with the cord still on it, like, (laughs) fuck this. And then makes really weird eye contact with Shijin. And then runs out again. And I just find it so cringy. Mm-hmm. But Shijin's face is everything. Like, he looks pretty amused and kind of, like, pleased with himself. Yeah, he just has a smile the whole time. Yeah. And when she makes the eye contact with him, I'm like, no. Don't, don't look at him. Don't look at him. Yeah. If it were me, I would be, like, uh, covering my face. Uh-huh. Like, I would probably just not even try to go get my phone. I would be, like... How the fuck do I get out of here? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm boarding that plane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm taking my seat back. Exactly. <laughs> so, Dr. Daniel and Shijin talk about how music can change things, blah, blah, blah. And then Shijin jumps out of the window, and Dr. Daniel's like, what the fuck? Like, because it's a pretty high window. Yeah. It's like at least on the second story. Yeah. So, Moyon looks really embarrassed, and she's. I guess, in the dining hall area at this point, and she, like, goes to walk out. And then Shijin surprises her by opening the doors before she can leave. <laughs> and then they have this really funny exchange about, like, what just happened. Um, Mo Young basically keeps, like, bragging on him, like, you shouldn't use your special forces training <laughs> to, like, gain advantages. It was rude of him to listen to her message, <laughs> how it wasn't actually her talking, how it's not actually her phone. And then the final one is, what she's holding isn't actually a phone. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And then she says to herself, like, 
get it together. What are you saying? Kang Mo Yeon, stay still. Stop talking. <laughs> and I really relate because sometimes I get so flustered that I have to like talk myself yeah, down. Absolutely. But I love how she's like digging a deeper hole of denial, yeah. like sentence by sentence. And talking to herself in front of him. Uh-huh. Oh, God. My girl. <laughs> that wasn't me. This is not my phone. This isn't a phone. This isn't even a phone. What is this? I love it. So, she kind of comes down, and he tells her that he wants to hear her real feelings and to not run away. Like, they should have a discussion, like, Mm -hmm. professional adults. Yes, please, please. And so, she has one last little, like, funny trick where she (laughs) says, like, what's that over there? And he's like, no, like, let's talk. And she... In a very calm voice, is like, okay, I'll talk. Just, like, let me go. Let's settle down. And then as soon as he lets go, <laughs> she runs away. And they have, like, a cartoon sound effect. Yes. <laughs> it's it's so much. I but. was I was cracking up at that scene because it's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, where does the sound effect come from? <laughs> I know. <laughs> so it's, silly. Like, um, in Strong Woman Dupong Soon, they have, like, it's kind of written almost like a comic book. Mm-hmm. So they have, like, little... Not thought bubbles, but kind of like comic book, I guess, themes like uh-huh. throughout. And so sometimes they have those like sound effects. That's funny. But this one, I'm like, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, they they <sighs> have been using stuff like that. They've no. had silly music, uh-huh. but not sound effects. So that was really interesting. Yeah. But I was really excited because it's official that they now both know each other's feelings. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so hopefully something good comes out of that. That's what I was thinking as I was watching, and like, yeah, definitely. I'm I'm hoping that this brings him to the next level instead mm-hmm. of this weird sort of back and forth nonsense. This was just like the catalyst they needed to yes be on the same page and not be embarrassed or like even though she's super embarrassed right now. Yeah, totally <laughs> wants to die. I'm sure. Yeah. Ugh, gosh. We cut to the MVP couple, which is Nurse Ha and Doctor Song, even mm-hmm. though they're not actually together either mm-hmm. at this point. Um, they're taking a walk together and talking about what just happened, um, how flowers bloom in wartime and how maybe even relationships can blossom after an earthquake. Dr. Song says they should try kissing in between working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's smooth. He's very, very smooth. Nurse Haw says that he's messing around. He says that after all they've been through, she should realize that they should mess around when they can. (laughs) And she tells him to shut up. Typical nurse hall, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and then he brings up the wild bird folder again. And just like, you remember that folder, right? Uh-huh. What I need you to do, right? And she's just like, delete it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you were disgusting. <laughs> she runs away from him. They're so silly. I know. I, I feel like they have the best relationship probably because they're older and like yeah. they've known each other for so long mm-hmm. but they're just so comfortable with each other that i like watching them yeah so. and and they're they're always in like on the same joke yeah like even though she overreacts or he overreacts mm-hmm. for things that they say like you can tell they're on the same page yeah exactly i appreciate their relationship a lot in the show yeah <laughs> they're nice to see compared to she and Moyan a lot of the times yeah, definitely. <laughs> um we then see Three of the Alpha Team soldiers, including uh, Sergeant Choi, which is Snoopy. And they're talking about the message, too. So, literally everybody has heard mm-hmm. this confession. 
I again would fucking die. Yeah, because it's it's not just Shijin that heard it. Like that's uh, one thing, but everybody and like you're a professional. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Oh my god, it was broadcast basically all over the whole Mm -hmm. fucking base, and it's one of those things where it's small enough so that basically everyone knows who she is. Yeah, but it's not big enough so that she can like hide <laughs> yeah or and but it's also big enough so that it's like there's a fuck ton of people who heard yeah it. Like, yeah it's right in that happy medium yeah of being, like the worst possible situation and again <laughs> professional people too people she works with that she's like in charge of yeah. yeah oh god it's terrible <laughs> but anyway these three soldiers are sitting there talking about it and there was apparently a bet going on at some point and sergeant Choi is about to hand over money to one of the younger guys and he stops and recounts how he doesn't actually like Moyan. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, what? Why? And he says, well, she's pretty and rich, but you never know when she'll have a change of heart. Mm-hmm. And um, if she finds out what we do, then she'll make Shijin transfer to another unit or make him quit the army. Yeah. Which seems like kind of shady. Like, what do y'all do? Like, her questioning again, what is it y'all do again? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I think he's kind of like, oh, she's... I guess his reasoning is like, oh, she's taking pity on him. Or yeah, like, he's not good enough for her, and yeah, she's yeah. Like this is basically he's just like like a project for her almost, right? Yeah. Or like a toy that she mm-hmm. can play with for mm-hmm. now. But like when push comes to shove, she won't understand like, mm-hmm. all the shit he has to go through. Yeah. After that conversation, he gets up and walks away, and one of the other guys is like, "What's Sergeant Choi's wife like? Mm-hmm. Who's he married to?" And the other guy was like, she's very similar to Moyan. Pretty, makes a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But they still don't understand why he's so upset. But I think he kind of just explained it. Yeah. With his previous comment that these boys are so clueless. Yeah. And then they realize, like, wait, he didn't actually pay us. <laughs> <laughs> they start running after him. Yeah. I love those little comic relief moments throughout. Definitely. Like, it's kind of a serious conversation. Like, you don't like this girl mm-hmm. for basically no reason. Like, he doesn't actually know her. Yeah. He's just basing it off of what he sees or, like, who Sorry, she is. Nice. Yeah, who mm-hmm. she is in terms of her profession and stuff. And I like that they counter that with a funny moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the show is really good at, like, the world building of, I guess, having the... Um, not secondary, but almost, like, tertiary characters. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. adding the comic relief and just giving them, like, stuff to do that doesn't necessarily, like, move the plot forward. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, fun to be around. Yeah, them. absolutely. So then, Moyan has to address the medical staff. <laughs> which, so God. terrible. But she's doing a pretty good job at, like, keeping it together. Yeah. So she's trying to get stuff organized. Um, and then Dr. Song comes in and immediately is like, let's organize what just happened here. <laughs> and, um, Mo- or sorry, Nurse Ha backs him up mm-hmm. and is like, actually, she didn't confess to Mo Yan first, if you listen to it. <laughs> and then Mo Yan's comeback is great. Quote, as you guys are all smart people, you should talk behind my back and gossip amongst <laughs> yourself when I'm not around. I love like, that. I, I love know. that She's so like, much. I know you're going to talk about me, but just don't do it in front of me. Like, Please. So they keep talking about her relationship, and then she tells them that they should all go back to Korea, which is priceless. So then we cut to Lee Chi Hoon, and he's tending to Kang Ming Jae, who is giving him like the dirtiest look mm-hmm. maybe ever, like mm-hmm. so, so bitter, full of disgust, and mm-hmm. I don't know. 
he's he's a piece of work. <laughs> so Lee Chi Hoon tries to take his blood pressure, but then Min Jae asks Doctor Song if he can have a new doctor. And then Doctor Song tells him that Chi Hoon was the one who found him, so he should be his friend. But Min Jae tells him that remembering that time just makes him angry. So then Doctor Song goes back to Chi Hoon and. He's basically backing him up, telling Min Jae that, uh, I guess, being treated by a doctor isn't a drama. <laughs> he should be thankful for having a doctor and getting treated. Uh, but then we see Dr. Song is picking up on Shi Hoon's anxiety and mm-hmm. kind of his, like, inner turmoil. And his little demons. <laughs> yeah, I just feel so bad for Shi Hoon because, I mean, it kind of sucks that everyone was so preoccupied with, like, other people who were actually dying mm-hmm. that no mm-hmm. one could really help him but just um, telling him like can you please just do this can you please just yeah. suck it up and get it done like oh uh, he I, he can't it's sad he needs therapy yeah but yeah and then, like kung min jay is being such a fucking prick he should be happy that he's fucking alive and he was found you know I like know. after all these other people died like yeah he ran away but he could have died if he attempted to save you. Or he could have gotten pulled in also and gotten hurt. Mm-hmm. At least he left and told people yeah. he was in there. Because I was trying to think, like, okay, if I was, like, stuck underground for three days, mm-hmm. and then I saw someone come who almost saved me, but then, like... Tried his hardest. Yeah. Like, his hand was out, we mm-hmm. were holding hands, but then, like, the fucking building was collapsing again. So he had to run away. Like... And then I did get saved because he's the one who told. I think I would still be thankful. Like, I'd be like... Yeah. I maybe wouldn't, like, want to hang out with him. Right, totally. But I'd be like, I'm saved and I'm pretty well off. Like, I mm-hmm. didn't get terribly hurt. I didn't get a fucking, like, piece of concrete or rebar or anything stuck in my side. Like, yeah, totally. <laughs> I, he doesn't have it as bad as other people do, so you should yeah. definitely be thankful. I don't know. Sad. Mm-hmm. But on a lighter note, I noted that I don't know how old the actor who plays Dr. Song is, but I noticed seeing him more in scenes, he's actually, like, a pretty good-looking dude. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're, you're not bad-looking for an older guy. Yeah. And I noticed, like, it's probably because he's been dressing better, not just in, like, doctor's uniforms like mm-hmm. we saw in the beginning. It's kind of just boring. Mm-hmm. And then also he's funny. I'm like, I like funny people. Yeah, he's really charming. Funny and charming humans are good people. Mm-hmm. Good people to look at. So that's just one one little thing I've been noticing yeah. watching this show. You're your Dr. Song fangirl. Yeah. A Dr. Song stan. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we see Dr. Kong. Is that how you pronounce it? Kong? Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like I'm like, stupid trying to pronounce no, it. No, I, I think what I'm saying is correct, but I think you're wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure you're right. I just always see that A and I want to... Yeah. Yeah, I think it's that's Kong. That's what my brain always goes to. Anyway, we see Dr. Kong walking out of the Metacube and she keeps trying to hide from people and it's so awkward and embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Like, soldiers are walking by and she turns around yawning all dramatically yeah. and stretching all <laughs> huge. The girl just, oh, look down and walk by them. Mm-hmm. Just, just put on your, a baseball cap. You're, you're making like, it worse. Yeah. Ugh. So embarrassing. Totally. But that keeps happening over and over again. And then she turns around and Myungju is there. And Myungju tells her she has guts for thinking about dating a special forces captain. And clearly Moyana is kind of just like, uh, okay. 
Mm-hmm. And then she, she asks her, like, can I ask you something? How do you feel about Sadie Young's line of work? Like, mm-hmm. does that scare you? Are you afraid of him being hurt or not hearing from him or not knowing where he's at at a given time? Mm-hmm. And Myungju basically just kind of goes over what their job is. Mm-hmm. And she tells her that more than being afraid for him, she's more afraid of not being with him. And she's blinded by love. Yeah. And then... We cut over to Shijin, who's playing with the rock from the beach. Mm-hmm. Not a pebble. No, that I, fucking rock. I changed it to rock. <laughs> <laughs> and Myungju comes up to him and tells him that he looks miserable. Mm-hmm. And he ends up asking her basically the same question. Like, how do you feel about the situation with what Sadiyang does? Yeah. I'm like, this is so fucking high school. I know, I yeah. know. And Ju is just like, why is everyone being like this with me like uh-huh. what the fuck <laughs> and she basically says like Mo Yan just asked me the same thing and if you want to know what I said go ask her like y'all are adults mm-hmm. why are you talking to me about this I'm not interested mm-hmm. um yeah I like her quote this isn't an intelligence war this is a face to face war captain <laughs> and then he kind of is like you're one to talk basically cause she like yeah. never talks to Young. And then she says, well, I'm always in a hand-to-hand war. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I love Moyan and Myungju's comeback. Yeah. They have some of the best They lines. definitely have, like, a brother-sister vibe. Yeah. They're definitely. really, really good friends, and they love teasing each other. Mm-hmm. So they're going back and forth about that stupid rock. Mm-hmm. And then Sao Young comes into the picture, and Shijin tells her that he called them both there because they were starting to look chummy. And we basically see that... Youngju is still pissed off at Sada Young because he rejected her earlier. Mm-hmm. And she says, just go and do roll calls for life then. <laughs> Sada Young is just standing there. Uh-huh. It's very awkward and uncomfortable, but very funny too. She's good with these one-liners. Yeah, definitely. So I am totally on her side mm-hmm. because she even points out that it's not like she tries to be romantic with him all the time. And, like, it's not like she's trying to make out with him whenever they're free, but they were all alone, and it was a really romantic song Mm -hmm. playing. And if anything, like, they're overly professional. Right. When they're around each other, you Mm -hmm. know, like, they don't do anything that would allude to the fact. They don't talk to each other. Yeah, they do nothing that would allude to the fact that they're even interested in each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then she turns into, like, a middle school boy, (laughs) and is basically asking, like, if they're talking about sex, and because Myungju just kept si- keeps saying it, like mm-hmm. we don't even do it, blah blah blah, blah. and then Myungju's like, no, I just meant hugging and holding hands, which y'all don't even fucking like. Yeah, that's weird. And and I'm I don't know if she meant like now because of her dad mm-hmm. or like the whole time because there was that time like. There's the shots of them, like, at like, the coffee shop yeah. and stuff, they're really chummy and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, like, if they were, like, really, really dating then. Oh, right. And then it stopped because yeah. Dad found out. And, and he broke them Yeah. Up. Yeah. And, she, like, they still like each other, obviously, and she knows that. Mm-hmm. But nothing's happening. I guess that makes sense. Know. But I'm like, you can't even give her a hug. I you? know. Anyway, so then, like, Shijin's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so then Shijin and Myungju proceed to call Young an idiot, and Myungju gives Shijin the rock to throw at Young, <laughs> and then she walks away. And Young jokingly says that he'll fight Shijin, 
And then Kijin just laughs and walks away, too. <laughs> so then it's the next morning, and the girls, so it's Nurse Ha, Nurse Choi, and Mo Yan, um, they are up, and they're getting ready, and they're watching the shirtless sold Shirtless soldiers. <laughs> I have a hard time saying mm-hmm. that every time. <laughs> shirtless soldiers do their morning run, and Myungju calls them the white doves of Urk, who <laughs> symbolize peace. And Nurse Ha does this hilarious, like, <laughs> I don't know. That just, like, cracked me up, because they're just, I guess, saying, like, oh, the soldiers are back. Mm-hmm, back mm-hmm. Yeah, everything is good. Mm-hmm. All is well. It's so funny. So then Nurse Choi pranks Mo Yan by saying hi to Shijin, even though he's, like, not really there. So then Mo Yan takes off running. So ridiculous. <laughs> and then Nurse Choi asks, like, just kind of thinking out loud, like, how can someone be tricked so easily? And she wonders if they shared more than just a kiss. And then Nurse Ha, like, kind of cuts her off. And Nurse Choi looks kind of scared, like, oh, am I about to get, like, mm-hmm. scolded? And then she, but she asks if it's a thing that people can kiss between work. And Nurse Choi's like, what? Like, mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So then Mo Yan uh, stops running right in front of the window that Shijin is looking out of, and she turns around and freaks out again, and he kind of, like, lets her know, slash, she realizes that uh, Nurse Choi tripped her. So then she tries to run away by saying that she has a meeting to go to, and Shijin tells her that he'll give her a ride since he's going to the same meeting. So they have more back-and-forth banter, which... I love between them. Like, I just want them to talk and hang out yeah. and be romantic. I don't want them to fight because I don't like it when they <laughs> fight. Oh, and, dad, stop. Uh, I know. <laughs> so she says that she'll drive herself and that if she gets stuck on another cliff, she'll call him again. <laughs> um, and Shijin asks a bit more seriously why she's always running away. He tells her to not be embarrassed and that he likes her even more now and that she looks pretty, all these, like, pretty romantic mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And at this point, she's trying really hard to, like, not look smitten with yeah. him. So they agree to meet up the front in ten minutes, and then we get a cute little, like, Dayang Myungju moment where, like, so after Mo Yan and Shijin agree to meet, they, like, mm-hmm. close the shutters, and then we see Myungju and Dayang open the shutters at the same time, and they, like see each other, and then Myungju slams the shutters closed and walks away all pissy. Still mad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She can hold a grudge. Mm -hmm. I like her. Mm -hmm. Uh, We cut to some soldier boys getting acupuncture by Yehua. I think so. Yehua, yeah. Uh, And Kim Ki-bum is studying for the GED, and there's a little bit of back and forth between them, where Yehua is... um, where they're asking, like, where is she from or whatever, because mm-hmm. her her accent sounds kind of different from theirs. Mm-hmm. It sounds unusual. And she says that um, she's from... I'm not sure how to pronounce this. I think she says she's Koryo. Koryo. Which is, like, Korean-Russian. Korean and Koryo brings us to our say what moment. What you say? Well, I'm just asking. Say what? Kim Ki-bum is a little ditzy boy, 
And he hears Goryeo instead of Koryo, which I think they are basically the same word, but like two separate mm-hmm. meanings. So Koryo was a kingdom established in 918 by King Keijo. Um, and this kingdom later gave way to the modern word Korea. So essentially, Koryo is like the very, very old word for Korea. Okay. Kind I guess, like, a similarity that I Googled would be, like, Newfoundland, which is now Canada. Mm-hmm. So it's basically mm-hmm. the same, just, like, okay. the previous name. But I think the Koryo um, kingdom, I guess, was from 918 to 1392. Hmm. So the... Um, the founder of the Joseon, Yi Sung-gi, took over, and they had the Joseon period of the Korean Peninsula. Okay. So, it was a really dumb joke, because he's like, you're from the Goryeo? Like, yeah, it's really dumb. And he made a comment, like, I didn't know people from then were still alive. Yeah, like, <laughs> a century ago. And everyone just kind of... Not a century, like, a thousand years ago. Everyone uh-huh. just kind of staring at him like, what... Yeah. He's a little dummy. It's adorable. He's He's learning. He's Mm -hmm. learning. Um, So then we see Moyan and Shijin writing back from that UN meeting. And they talk about how the meeting went and how Shijin is good at lightening the mood. And then he starts asking her, how many boyfriends have you had before? Which I always think is just such a terrible question to ask someone. Like, how many people have you dated before? Like, who cares? (laughs) It's a very yeah. uncomfortable situation. But she doesn't really answer him mm-hmm. and basically says, like, why do all guys ask that? Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, the Jeep runs over a mine and it's really intense and you hear Moyan screaming. Mm-hmm. But Shijin's incredible and he kind of just, like, swerves and takes control of the situation and gets them out safely. Yes. As usual. He's very good at that. I know. So my dad is deployed right now. And in his free time, he's been watching Descendants of the Sun because Yay, I forced him. I know. <laughs> and because my dad is also a surgeon who's mm. in the army, so I mm-hmm. thought this might appeal to you. <laughs> um, but he said that he thinks Shijin is a badass. <laughs> he is. Um, he, so my dad also clarified something for me. So in the Korean army, there are like two separate tracks. Mm-hmm. So we talked about how like everyone is required, or all the men are required yeah. to be in the army. And then there's the Republic of Korea army, which is the people who are, like, want to be soldiers. Gotcha. Like okay, okay. So the people like Lee Chi-hoon, mm-hmm. who are going just to get their service Do their thing. out of the way, they wouldn't really be interacting with people like mm-hmm. um, Shijin. Or in that situation. Yeah, I guess they're kept separate. So actual, not actual but you know so he clarified that for me cool as well and he said that one of his friends was stationed in korea for a while and he said that all the guys are really small but they're fucking scary (laughs) so all right there's that i guess they are a little chiquitos chiquitos yeah shijin especially i don't i don't feel that way about sarayang he seems he seems like he should be a big boss yeah. I don't know. And Must be an ironic thing. <laughs> I know. Oh, also my dad calls Shijin Big Boss. He said, he said like, Big Boss is badass. That's funny. I know. 
It's funny. I need to get my dad to start watching again. So we watch like the first 20 minutes or so and then mm-hmm. we get to leave. And I need to tell him like, hey, it's on Hulu. You yeah. can watch it. No excuse. Just turn that subtitle on. I know. I want to hear your dad's thoughts. Yeah, my dad, I know, would definitely get into it, especially all the action scenes. Mm-hmm. That's his thing. But he also, like, loves, again, soap operas, so I think he it's would... It's, like, perfect for Yeah, him. I think he would watch, like, any K-drama and love it. Yeah. I don't know. I'll get him to watch Okay. Next time I talk to him. But anyway, so basically what happened was the earthquake shifted the landmines around, and so now they're kind of just all over the place, mixed mm-hmm. up, and their car is stuck. Um, Shijin leads her out step by step, and he has... He just happens to have these um, flags that say mine. Mm-hmm. I guess they, they maybe just have them in the car at all times in case yeah, something happens or they, they see one. Um, but they have funny back and forth banter as usual. Mm-hmm. And he tells Moyan that everything's going to be fine. You just stand behind me, follow me, and you can admire my sexy backside while we take our time getting through the minefield. <laughs> Which is really funny, because, uh-huh. again, he's all chiquito, so he's probably got, like, the world's littlest butt. He killed kill butt? <laughs> yeah, he killed butt, but not with the big belly, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and it turns into, like, this little montage of them, like, walking, and she's helping him, and she's putting the little flags down and stuff. Mm, it's and really it, cute. It's cute, and it's also, like, a weird romantic scene, because uh-huh. it's... It's, it's like something you would see in an American thing, but then it's also like this romantic scene is them marking mines. Yeah. It's like <laughs> almost so really strange. <laughs> yeah. But it like, there's sweet music playing uh-huh. and it's just like quiet. They're just being cute together. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, of course, they end up making it out alive. Everything's fine. And Shijin tells her that she did really well, um, but he wants to be in a melodrama with her. I think in mine it said um, a romantic with her, like a romantic comedy. Oh, that he's, makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, he said, it said, I want to be in a romance with you, I think, or okay. a romantic movie. It was some sort of uh-huh. subtitle like that. But that it always turns into a blockbuster, which is also what mine said. Yeah, I um, like that line. Yeah. Clever. And then he says something like, and now I think we should, I forgot what he said was messed up. Like, the car is messed up now. Maybe we should mess up your, your lipstick, too. Oh, yeah. And she's kind of just looking at him. Uh-huh. But then the next scene, like, flips over to him using her lipstick to make a sign saying, mm-hmm. like, there's mines. Be careful. Don't enter. Yeah. So, side note, that lipstick was apparently super popular around the time of this drama. It's from the brand Laneige. Um, and I guess up until, like, fairly recently, mm-hmm. that was always sold out because wow. she, you know, that lipstick was used in the store. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, I, I, I noticed her placement as she was drawing the little skull uh-huh. and it's like a perfect lipstick. Like, it would not have been the lipstick he no. used to write that other stuff with. Yeah. That <sighs> lipstick was cool because it was two-toned. Mm. So, I think the one she has there is like red and yellow, so it kind of gives you like the gradient nice okay but it kind of like blends together to be like a corally yeah so but yeah i i saw a video about it and like basically all of the products that were like featured in Mm -hmm. descendants of the sun were like flying off the shelves wow so yeah nice that's cool Mm -hmm. so they start walking back to base and moyang starts getting kind of testy again (laughs) of course (laughs) classic 
Um, and Shijin asks her if she wants to hold hands while they walk to pass the time, which, ah, <laughs> uh, so cute. He's so cute. Like, I don't know. He's just so romantic. And she freaks out and is like, no way, dude. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. So then Shijin goes on to ask why she won't hold hands with the guy she put in her will. And she keeps insisting that it wasn't her, which... Come on, like, so why ridiculous. are you keeping this up? Yeah, you guys clearly like each other. Like, what the fuck? And he already admitted to it before you, so like, yeah, you, have you have nothing to worry times. about. Yeah. You have nothing to worry about. He's not rejecting you. I know. Like, just give in. I so know. ridiculous. <laughs> so she comes back with this line quote: "Are you normally this different before dying and after <laughs> surviving?" <laughs> he like totally clocks her. Mm-hmm. So. Then Moyang changes the subject and asks how many women Shijin has dated. And they have, like, more funny back-and-forth banter, like, oh, why do women always ask that, like, they're never satisfied? They'll get mad if I um, don't say anything, Mm -hmm. or they'll get jealous if I say whatever. And then he's like, oh, so basically he tells her, like, he can't win. Mm -hmm. And, um... I think it's, like, so funny because she's, like, kind of pushing his buttons. Yeah. And then they see a truck, and she, he's like, oh, a truck. And she's like, oh, that's how many women? (laughs) A truckload? That that truckload? (laughs) So ridiculous. I think it's so interesting how she's still fighting this. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't get over that. I know. It's wild. I don't understand because, like, they clearly have chemistry together. Mm -hmm. There's no real issue, like, I guess... They're together, they're not separated. There's no external force, like, it's not like their families hate Mm -hmm. each other, it's not like it's a forbidden love, it's just that, like, she doesn't like his job. Yeah. And clearly, like, she's gotten to experience part of his job and, like, understand it it, a little bit more, but I'm like, even if... Like, you don't have to marry the guy. Like, just have some fun with Spend them. some time with them. Hold see hands. where it goes. Yeah. Come on. Y'all are so beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, be beautiful y'all together. Y'all are both professionals. Like, y'all are in a good place. Like, try Get it out. It. Try it out. Come yes. on. You might like it. I know. Come on. So, then we see... Okay, so basically, after the first track, like, they try to flag it down, but it just drives by them. And then... Um, they see another truck driving by, and Shijin, like, jokingly pulls out his gun, which is one of my favorite parts of the episode, because he, like, cocks it, or what, I don't know Mm -hmm. gun terminology, but he does something. (laughs) He asks if he should take it away from the driver, and Moyan tells him, like, no, stop, stay put, and she's like, I'll take care of it, and she tries to be, like, all cute, like, hey, Uh over here, and then the driver, like, drives by them again. And then Moyan turns back to Shijin and says, like, that was a good idea. I think you should go take it. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, they're really funny. But the truck driver, like, eventually stops and he lets them ride in the back, which I love that this, like, presumably Greek actor just had to, like, stick his arm at the window and, like, wave his arm. (laughs) I don't know. Great. So they are riding in the back with a bunch of, like, Hay, I guess, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. It was like straw. Yeah. I don't know the difference between straw and hay, but... I don't know. Are they the same thing? I 
I've never thought about it until like this very second. So. I think they might be the same thing. Okay. Just maybe a different name. Clearly, I don't spend a lot of time around straw or and hay. Or hay. <laughs> You're not a farm girl. No. Um, so they joke around a bit more while they're sitting in the back. They talk about Melian's mood swings and then dating. And then they get to talking about their conversations with Mianju. So Shijin asks Moyan if she's leaving with the first crew back to Korea. And then she tells him that she's staying because she wants to be with him a little longer. <laughs> and then they kiss! Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. beautiful. For and realsies this time. Yeah. And I really like that moment because she's, while she's saying those things to him, she's kind of smiling. Uh-huh. Trying to, like, hold back a smile, but she can't. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of just telling him, like, no, like, I want to stay because of you. Uh-huh. And I like you. And I'm telling you my feelings in person. Uh-huh. And it's just a really cute moment. And it almost looks like they're fucking magnets. I and know. And they just, like, connect. It's so weird. I know. It's but not, like, a slow thing. No. Just, I think they're both, like, okay, fuck it. Like, yeah. It. Like, the camera pans out to show uh-huh. both of them, and it's just... Yeah. It's I, so wild. <laughs> I think that's a weird thought, but I said this is the perfect use of the You Are My Everything song. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. It, it's glorious. So, also, like, the scenery is so beautiful that they're driving mm-hmm. through. It's, like, so picturesque. And then we get a shot of the dude driving the truck, <laughs> which... Okay. They, they just forgot someone was driving uh-huh. and can see them making out mm-hmm. in his rearview mirror. And he's either like, why did I pick these people up? Or, oh, okay, I guess I have a show now. He's <laughs> <I know. laughs> looking through that mirror. <laughs> so awkward. God. So then they get back to base, and you can see their backsides are covered in hay, <laughs> which I wanted to have a conversation about this, because do you think this means, like, they were literally, like, rolling, rolling in, in the, the hay? hay? <laughs> like, making out? Uh-huh. Or do you think, like... Just from sitting in the truck, they got hay on the back. So they were probably making out for, like, a little bit. But, Mm -hmm. like... I would say they'd have to be laying down. Okay. They'd have to be rolling. That's kind of what I thought, Because it's, like, on their heads, too. Yeah. It's, like, all on the top half of them. Mm -hmm. Because I was thinking, like... I mean, I don't think, like, they had sex in the back of a moving truck with hay. (laughs) But I... Yeah, I just always wondered, like, are we supposed to insinuate, like, I don't know. How much are we supposed to insinuate? How much hay do you get on you from making out sitting up versus <laughs> laying down? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need to have another Mythbuster. <laughs> yes. Um, so then Nurse Ha and Dr. Song see them because they, like, walk into the dining mm-hmm. area. And Nurse Ha and Dr. Song are kind of, like, in the shadows almost. <laughs> And, um, they kind of are, like, commenting on mm-hmm. each person. So Nurse Ha says, I'd be really embarrassed for her. And then he says, he must have been really happy earlier. <laughs> and he's looking, like, pretty pleased. And then she says, I wish I could go wash it off for her. And then he says, I wish I could go hit him. <laughs> and then Nurse Ha, like, looks at Dr. Song and she says, like, I wish I could hit you. <laughs> and then walks off. I know. <laughs> but. Too good. So cute. Yeah. Um, then we cut from, like, super funny, cute, romantic to, like, holy shit. Because mm-hmm. we cut to Jin Young-soo, which is Richard. And he's at what appears to be the site um, 
uh, the, like, rubble site. Yeah. There's, like, caution signs everywhere and stuff. And August and his whole gang come out in their cars. They basically ambush him, and he's circled. Mm-hmm. Um, and Young Soo is pleading for his life while August keeps threatening him. And he looks really pissed off, really frightening. Yeah, he's them like really scary. Yeah, <laughs> those fucking wrinkles. Now I, I can't I can't unsee them now that you mentioned it last time. Sorry to whoever that actor is. I mean, um, but yeah, so he looks really mean, mm-hmm. and he's basically telling Young Soo to just do what he says. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, what do you want him to do? He hasn't really gone into that yet. We don't mm-hmm. know what that is. But in English, uh, Richard is saying, like, sure, yeah, no problem, yes. And he looks so terrified. And yeah. I noted that that actor is very good at mm-hmm. looking freaked the fuck out. Cause yeah. his eyes are, like, red and watery, they're wide, and he's, like, shaking, and he's, like, cowering like a uh-huh. scared puppy. Yeah, I loved his English, because he's, like, in English, his tone is trying to be, like, really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. sure, Yeah. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, like, clearly freaking the fuck uh-huh. out. Because he has a gun, like, on his on head. On his head, yep. Yeah. Um, then we see August's gang back at the lair. Because basically what happened was they want those diamonds. They want right. the jewels and stuff. And he's saying, like, I found them. I, I just found them. And I can't get them out of the safe. The safe broke in the rubble. And, mm-hmm. like... You take it with you. Like, I, they're in here. Mm-hmm. And so they take it. He scares him. He's frightened or whatever. And they go back to the lair. And finally, his dudes open the safe. And they're like, there's no diamonds. He fucking lied. <laughs> <laughs> We've been duped. And then at that moment, I was thinking, like, oh, did that young worker steal them? Oh, yeah. When he was asleep or, like, mm-hmm. he was laying down at that. Being a sleepy monster. Yeah, being a sleepy monster. And he saw... Young Sue, like, messing with the safe. Mm-hmm. That was my guess at first. was like, oh, shit, I hope he didn't steal them because then he's really going to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're kind of, like, freaking out about where is he going to be now? We got to find this guy and get him for fucking this over. Mm-hmm. We cut to Young Sue at the Medicube, and he's complaining to Nurse Ha and then Young Ju about his condition, and he asks to be put on a flight to Seoul. So he can go get an MRI, and he's saying, like, I have pain here and here, this and that, I need mm-hmm. help, blah, blah, blah. He's, he's talking about, like, how the after effects yeah. can be, like, worse because it's, like, all starting to set in. Almost like a car accident yeah. is basically, like, what he's... Like, whiplash. Yeah, yeah. And so they're not really buying it. They're kind of just like, dude, like, you have to get out of here. And he starts getting really upset. And obviously, you know, he's terrified. Mm-hmm. And he's being really mean to Young Ju, mm-hmm. which is insane because she's in uniform and everything. Yeah. And like, he, like, holds his hand up like he's going to hit her or something. Yeah. Oh, because I think she says, like, did you really come here to book a plane ticket? Or, like, <laughs> this isn't a travel agency. Yeah, she's so badass. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has his hand up. He looks like he's about to hit her or do something ridiculous. And then out of nowhere, Sadie Young comes up and pulls him out, mm-hmm. saves the day, and Young Ju kind of looks like, oh, yeah. a hero. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but he throws him outside and he tells him that if he wants to be a patient, he can arrange that and put him in ICU for the rest of his life. Dang. Yeah. And he like knocks him down really mm-hmm. hard. And he's like, do you want your leg broken? Because I can do that for you. 
do you want this fucked up? I can do that for you. Yeah. And he's just, like, poking him and hitting him everywhere. And, again, this poor guy looks terrible, ter- terrified about everything. And he's just saying, like, no, no, I'm sorry. Like, I I didn't mean to. I just, I, I don't know what to do. And then mm-hmm. out of nowhere, um, poor little Lee Chi Hoon appears. And he's just like, do you need a seat? Oh, God. Yeah. And um, Richard is just like, huh? Mm-hmm. He's basically telling him, like, you can have my seat. I'm like, boy, go home. I know. Go to your mom. Go to your mom. Go to your, like, Your mom is probably, like, afford to get you a good therapist or something. You need something. Mm -hmm. So sad. Then we see, like, a flashback as to why Jin Young-soon is trying so hard to flee the country. Mm -hmm. And it's not because he's just scared about, like, what's going to happen next. But it's because... He actually stole the diamonds. He knew they weren't in there. It mm-hmm. wasn't It wasn't the worker who stole them. He stole them. And he swallowed them. <laughs> I said, he didn't even put them in a balloon or a condom <laughs> or anything. A thing. He <laughs> so, just swallowed yeah, them. Yeah, I was thinking, like, I wonder how that felt going down his throat. Because it looked like he took them all down at I once. Know. like Dry. dry cutting, cutting your throat and your stomach. Like, these <laughs> hard diamonds I against your body. No, Because I was... Because I know, like, people, like, swallow shit, mm-hmm. but based on other movies I've seen, like, don't they usually put them, like, in balloons or condoms In or a something? something. So that way, one, like, I would think they're easier going down. Yeah, and then you can poop them out. And two, so you don't have to actually dig through your shit. Yeah. Then so you just get some gloves on, pull a balloon out, wash <laughs> uh-huh. that out, and your diamonds or whatever it is that you're stealing or concealing is, like, clean. Yeah. Because now you just have shitty diamonds. <laughs> It's fucking gross. God. (laughs) Come on, Richard. I think he'd know better, right? I know. He's clearly not cut out to be Mm -mm. a fucking gang, like, Mm -mm. smuggler person, but... Just cut out to be an asshole. Yeah, pretty much. So, then it's the next day, and the bus carrying the people going back to Korea is ready to leave, but Lee Chi-hoon is nowhere in sight, so they decide to leave without him, (sighs) but, um... Jin Young-soo is on the bus in his stead, and he's looking pretty nervous. He just has, like, a backpack that he's right holding. Right in front of him, he's, like, hiding behind it. Uh-huh. So, like I said, they leave without him, but Mo Yeon, Nurse Ha, Dr. Song, and Nurse Choi all comment about how strange, uh, how strange Lee Chi-hoon has been acting lately. And I love Nurse Choi's comment, quote, he's been wearing the same shoes for three days straight, <laughs> and he's not clear-coordinating his outfit. I think it's interesting how... They don't seem to really understand mm-hmm. what's wrong with him, you know? Like, mm-hmm. they don't seem to understand, like, the gravity, I guess, about, yeah. like, how big of an issue it is, you know? Like, yeah, I guess, like, part of the reason maybe is because, like we said earlier, there was just so much mm-hmm. stuff going on. Mm-hmm. So, this is, like, maybe day two of, like, going back to yeah. your normal life, kind mm-hmm. of. And, and right now for them, it's just he's acting strange, not he's, like, incredibly depressed yeah, and can't... like, keep, despondent. Yeah, he can't hold his shit together, like... Yeah, and, like, he seems to be pretty good at hiding, so maybe he's just, like... <laughs> hiding in a corner somewhere uh-huh. and crying. Yeah. God. Poor sweet boy. So, Dr. Song finds Chi-Hoon after the bus is left, and he teases Chi-Hoon about not wanting to go home because Dr. Jang... Uh, which is Chi Hoon's fiance, has probably gained a lot of weight <laughs> during her pregnancy. 
And he probably doesn't want to see her like that during the honeymoon phase of their <laughs> relationship. But Uruk is too far away to be hiding from her. He should at least hide from her in Korea. <laughs> and Shihun agrees. Um, he says it is too far. But he feels like if he runs away from his problems, then he isn't fit to be a doctor. Which, I'm like, getting help you need and going back to your mm-hmm. family isn't running away. It's mm-hmm. like, I feel like you're running away by not, like, confronting your, your mental health issues. Like, you're just mm-hmm. wallowing here. Anyway, that's besides the point. So then Dr. Song asks if something is going on with Kang min and that he may be able to help. But Jihoon doesn't want his help. He says he feels like getting help is just as bad as running away. <laughs> he wants to deal with that on his own. And if he can't figure it out later, he'll ask for help. And I'm like, it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like as a doctor, you should be aware of certain like mental health yeah, absolutely. issues. But I also kind of feel like um, mental health, I guess, awareness or open dialogue about it isn't, like, super big in Korea. Yeah, that was going to be my question, is how much is that sort of thing promoted? I think, based on my limited knowledge, (laughs) that it's kind of becoming more popular as of late. I guess, like, not as big as it is in the U.S., Mm -hmm. Um, but, like, people can go to counselors, and I've seen, like, in the dramas, like, if someone's been raped or something Mm -hmm. like they say like you need to go to a counselor but I think it's one of those things where for them like normal people who Mm -hmm. like don't have some sort of traumatic experience like I don't think a lot of people go to see like a therapist to like talk about their childhood and stuff like that um I mean I'm sure some people do but it's just like not as big of a thing yeah not as common Mm -hmm. so I guess maybe he feels like he didn't go through a traumatic experience, Mm -hmm. so I don't know. And maybe for him also, like, somebody that comes from money, Mm -hmm. maybe he feels like it would be embarrassing. Yeah. Or, like, bringing shame to the family or something. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. But I'm like, he's, he, this actor is so good at looking, like, just tortured. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's so hard to watch. Another scene that's hard to watch. Yeah. We have uh, Jin Young-soo at the airport, ready to go. But then he sees August's men, and he freaks out and hides. And he ends up not getting on the plane. Mm-hmm. So he's hiding in the corner, and he's like, waiting for them to leave. And then a woman that works there is like, sir, do you need help? And he's like, no, no, yeah. please go. Leave. Shh. Yeah. It's like really intense. Like, I'd be like, what the f- Fuck security. I'm like, I'm like uh, we have a suspicious. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what his deal is. Behind a column. Pull him out, please. Um, August's guys go back to him and they tell him basically, like, we were there, but he didn't show. And so we think he kind of caught sight of us or thought we were going to be there and didn't show up or whatever. And then August is basically just saying, like, keep looking for him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to do anything he can to get out of here, and I'm going to tear him to pieces when I see him next. And yeah. it's just, like, this super, like, I don't know, stereotypical crime boss guy, like, villain, uh-huh. who's just like, I'm going to fucking kill him. I know, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> and I, I noticed, like, so he's looking at this fish tank, 
which I feel like is another, like, kind of villainy trope. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like a lot of villains have, like, these fish tanks or mm-hmm. shark tanks or something. Some sort of a thing, like, a uh-huh. pet of some sort. Yeah, but I said, they're, like, goldfish. Yeah. So it's not that impressive. It's not like these... They're not, like, piranhas or something. Yeah, piranhas. Or even, like, um, like, in, like, tropical fish. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, a really pretty aquarium. Mm-hmm. To, like, show off money or whatever. Like, it looks like a fucking tank from PetSmart. Just full of goldfish, right? Yeah, it does. I mean, I don't know. I just think it's kind of funny. Maybe it brings him back to his childhood. Maybe. Goldfish. (laughs) Um, He tells the gang to prepare a rose instead of a gun for their next delivery. And then we see a young girl brushing her hair. And I noted that these look like the same metal, su- like the same metal sucking children or friends of theirs uh-huh. that we saw earlier. Uh-huh. Um, but it was just a weird scene, like prepare the rose instead of the gun. Uh-huh. And then we cut to this girl, and she's just like looking very somber, mm-hmm. brushing her hair. It's really unusual. Um, and then the music is really intense, and we see Shijin looking down a sight of a gun. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh shit, what's happening? Uh-huh. And some music's playing, and then suddenly everything changes and it's very romantic. And he's just being a creep watching Moyan through the scope. the scope of the gun. Yeah. She's fucking weird to me. I know. It, okay, also because he has like the little laser. Yeah. What do you call that? Like a sight? I don't know. Yeah, his little like laser sight. Yeah, it's, like, on her forehead. And it looks like he's drawing hearts with it. Oh, I didn't notice I that. noticed, like, curves. I was uh-huh. like, I think they're maybe supposed to be hearts, but, like, oh it's hard God. to do from far uh-huh. away, you know? But I'm just like, that's fucking creepy. Like, I... Know. I like, reel it in, Shijin. <laughs> like, y'all have already, like, rolled around in the hay. Go downstairs and talk to her, because she's just standing there washing her face, you know? Like, uh-huh. it's just weird. And... I don't know. I don't think I want anyone pointing a gun at me, even if it's probably not loaded. Yeah. It's, even if I like you. Like, I don't really want you to point a gun at my head. I know. It's, That's weird. It is weird. But while he's doing that, Sadiang comes in out of nowhere, and he asks if he's trying to get a headshot on the target. And Shijin replies, no, a heart shot. The target is so pretty. <laughs> and then he, like, realizes... Who just asked him a question and what the fuck he just said. And he gets really embarrassed. And then Sada Young says that the firearm check looks good. And Shijin re- replies that his firearm is good too. And Sada Young is like, the firearm looks good, but the shooter appears to be abnormal. And I 100% agree with that statement. Fucking weird. I know. I love that Jay Young and Shijin kind of keep each other in check. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's like Jay Young said in a previous episode, like, the two of them being a set is what yes. makes it special. Yeah, absolutely. So then they get a call from, I believe it's Harry Potter, saying that Yellow Tiger, a.k.a. Myeongju's dad, is going to be visiting the base. So then I believe it's the next day, mm-hmm. and Shijin addresses the troops with his classic charm, and he's like... We're not going to make a big fuss about the general coming. We're going to clean like we always clean. <laughs> wink, wink. So the soldiers are cleaning up with, like, action-y music behind them. Yeah, it's that, like, Tekken uh-huh. music. And then Shijin looks, like, pretty pleased with himself. Like, and everything's sped up, too, so it looks really silly and yeah. comical. Like, Shijin just walking, but he's walking really fast. Uh-huh. <laughs> looks so stupid. Yeah. It's like... 
cartoony. Yeah. It's funny. So then um, Sergeant Choi, a.k.a. Snoopy, comes by and he's like, so the visit to the base has been canceled. <laughs> and Shijin's reaction is so me when I, like, clean hardcore to impress company <laughs> that, like, doesn't end up coming. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what why do I do that I- for? <laughs> Pretty much, because I'm, like, a trash monster. <laughs> but, um... Instead of visiting the base, Shijin, Moyan, Jaeyoung, and Myeongju have been ordered to go to the headquarters to meet him there. So mm-hmm. then we cut to a bunch of soldiers waiting for the general at the airport. And Myeongju is looking nervous. Jaeyoung tells her not to worry about him. Moyan looks super out of place because <laughs> she's the only, like, civilian yeah. there. And Moyan asks Shijin how to address the general. <laughs> Shijin's response Oh, no, she asks, like, do I just say, like, Myeongju's dad? <laughs> Which, okay. And then she You gets, think she would have a better idea? I know. <laughs> like, oh, I, a professional I, doctor? Who's who deals with, like, VIP patients all yeah. the time? Also, because, like, in the U.S., I you could just call them, like, I don't know, like, fucking General Jun. Yeah. Like, what's her last name? Yoon. Like, General Yoon. Mm-hmm. Like, civilians address people... Like, yeah. she calls Cap- uh, Shijin captain all the time. Like, mm-hmm. come on, Leon. So then Shijin's response is soldier ajushi, which is basically, like, Mr. Soldier. <laughs> with, uh. So then the brown desert commander, who was, like, <laughs> originally mean to Shijin, is, like, super pumped to be there. Mm-hmm. Like, he's ready. I know. Like, this is the most excited he's been <laughs> the whole time. So then the general comes out um, of the plane and the commander tells him to salute. <laughs> and then Mohyeon puts her hand on her heart, which is, like, super cute and cringy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and Shijin's, like, standing slightly behind her, just looking at her. Uh-huh. And trying not to laugh, but she looks so ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, and, God. And then Mohyeon is like, I shouldn't have done that. And, like, <sighs> she can kind of pick up on how awkward it is, so she tries to, like, play it off. Which... Like she's rubbing her neck or something. <laughs> Yeah, which is totally something I would do. Same. But these are the types of situations that give me anxiety. Like, okay, so I'm going to go to the airport and, like, what do I do when this happens? Mm -hmm. Like, how do I act here? Like, I need to know protocol. You need to think about it in your head. Play it over a couple times. Yeah, because I I can't deal with these, like, super embarrassing moments. But anyway, it's fine. She didn't love her, so it's okay. (laughs) So Myeongju's dad, um, like, all of the soldiers are kind of walking, I guess taking a tour, I don't know, of the headquarters, and then Myeongju's dad asks another soldier guy to use his office for personal reasons, because he needs to speak to Shijin, Myeong, Jaeyoung, and Myeongju. And they all look pretty nervous. So they get pulled into an office, and the general starts with Myeong. And he basically just compliments her a bunch. I'm going to cut in real quick because okay. the first thing he tells them is like, go ahead and grab a chair. And Moyan is like, thanks. And she's already like going back to pull the chair. And the other ones are just standing there at attention. And she realizes it and she's like, oh. I know. Like, Okay. <laughs> so funny. Oh, I my know. God. I was watching that and I was like, is it a thing for them to be like, no, I don't need to sit. Like, like they want to. I don't know. I don't know. Like, they're not allowed to, even though he gave them permission, technically. Yeah. And even though it's for personal matters, so technically, like, it's not, like, 
a soldier general thing. Yeah. It's like a father daughter friends thing. Yeah. Almost, you know, it's, it's a weird situation. I know, but yeah, Moyana's so funny. Like, okay. <laughs> so he, they're all like lined up in front of the desk he's sitting behind, which I always think it's weird when people sit behind a desk to like give themselves more authority, mm-hmm. even though it's not their desk. Mm hmm. Like, you see that a lot in TV shows. Yeah. And I'm like, I would never fucking do that. Like. I'll say um, on Curb Your Enthusiasm, which you'd probably like this episode a lot. There's actually a couple of episodes. I think it's on the final season. Um, it's got the the guy that wrote Hamilton. Oh, Lemon Miranda. Yeah. And he's going to make a play mm-hmm. for a production for, um, why can't I think of his name? Larry David. Uh-huh. And they're at the office, and he keeps sitting behind the desk, I think. I think it's behind the desk. Okay. And Larry David is like, I don't like his ideas. Uh-huh. This is my play. Like, this, this is my thing. But he's sitting behind the desk, so, like, he's got the authority, and this, I can't I can't do this. I need uh-huh. to be there. And he keeps trying every time they meet to get to that position, <laughs> and he can never get there. It's so ridiculous. Uh-huh. You would definitely love those episodes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. So, Nimju's dad took authority behind <laughs> the desk. <laughs> um, and so he starts with Moyan, and he says that she should have become a soldier because <laughs> she has many accomplishments and she would have done well with her high spirit. And she's like, yeah, but I like to sleep in. <laughs> She always has those cute responses. I know. Like, with the uh, VIP president guy also, Uh like, asking me of two. Like, she's just really cute when she's around people like that. Mm -hmm. Very charming. Yeah. Because she almost doesn't seem, like, nervous to Mm -hmm. be around people of authority. Mm -hmm. I guess maybe dealing with all those VIP patients. So he laughs and responds, that must be why she's so pretty. (laughs) And then she looks at Shijin, and they both look pretty happy. And kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. But, like, she's just trying to, like, keep, like, a stone, stone yeah. face. But he still kind of, like, conveys his happiness, I guess. So he thanks her and tells her she can leave. And then I, she, like, pokes Shijin and is like, <laughs> I'm leaving. Okay. <laughs> and he has to, like, maintain his, uh-huh. like, soldier stance or whatever. It's I just it's love that whole scene with her. I know. She's so adorable, like. All the movements that this actress is doing and, like, mm-hmm. the quirkiness in her voice and how excited and cute she is. And then yeah. poking him and just like, okay, like, I did good. I'm going to leave now. Uh-huh. And she's so silly. It's such yeah. a great moment. <laughs> so then we have the remaining three. And Nianju's dad starts with Shijin. And he asks him if he is his friend or foe, <laughs> which is, like, really intense. Mm-hmm. And Shijin is like, what the fuck? Like, his, he looks super taken aback yeah. by being, like, faced with this question. And then Mianju's dad asks him straight up if he really has no romantic interest in his daughter, which is super awkward because she's standing right there. Mm-hmm. And um, I think is like, dad, like, stop. What right? is this? <laughs> yeah, so um, Shijin tells him that he cherishes Mianju as his junior but he never thinks of her as a woman, and the general dismisses him. So then she didn't find Moyan, and he tells her that he's been dismissed. And she's like, you've been fired? <laughs> and he's like, no, from being a potential son-in-law. 
and they look super cute together. And he's like, the love triangle is done <laughs> with. Like, um, and he asks her if she'll be okay with him having a past. And it's so silly because uh-huh. they keep saying love triangle, but it's not really a love triangle. No. It's just dad being a fucking okay. annoying dad. Uh-huh. Like. So then we cut back and we see Jaehyung and Myungju, and the general asks them both if they still like each other, and they both say yes. And Myungju is kind of like, she keeps cutting in as like, dad, like, mm-hmm. be chill. <laughs> Don't yeah, do this. Stop doing this. Mm-hmm. And, um,. Jaehyung tells the dad that he's decided that he won't give up on Myungju. And then the general asks if he thinks he's qualified enough to hold Myungju's hand, which, burn. <laughs> um, and Jaehyung replies that he'll go wherever the general transfers him without making a fuss, but he'll always be holding Myungju's hand. Mm, so cute. Yeah, very sweet. So then the general tells Myungju to leave, despite her like being like, no, I want to be here because mm-hmm. I want to hear what you have to say. And, um, but she leaves because Dayan tells her to not worry about him. And then, um, we see the general telling Dayan that it seems that he's failed to be both a good father and a good general, as he's been unfair to Dayan and he has lost the respect of his daughter. So then he goes on to say that he can date Myungju and that he approves of the marriage, like, along with that, um, Dayan is like, are you serious? Like, are you being sincere right now? And the general says he is, but in order to be with Nanju, he has to be good enough to be with her. So he has to quit the army, and he needs to take a job at the family company so that his status can be at Nanju's level. Which is, like, so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Because, like, on a few levels, like, it's not like you're a fucking king. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not like you're fucking... Meghan Markle or, like, yeah. some shit. Like, yeah. You're just an army general. Mm-hmm. But also, like, as an army general, don't you want, like, the best people to stay in the army? Mm-hmm. Like, and clearly he thinks of Jang as being, like, a good soldier. Yeah, completely competent and more. Yeah, because he wanted him to fly back to Earth during mm-hmm. the earthquake, and he's, like, training new Alpha Team guys. Yeah. So I feel like, again, he's failing on... All accounts. Yeah. And also, like, yeah, it's good that he's coming around to them being together and dating and whatever else. But on the other hand, like, Sadiang has worked so hard Mm -hmm. to be where he's at in that position and to have the career that he has. And it's really shitty to make him choose between the two. Yeah. And then also, like, does her dad have a problem with her being in the army? I don't think so. Because, like... How is Sada Young not on the same level as Myungju? Yeah. I don't quite understand. I think that because it kind of seems like um maybe Dayong has like maxed out how how high he How can high get. and she hasn't yet? Yeah, because well I think she's already a rank above him. Okay. Um, but it kind of seems like you know, like um, Youngju went to medical school. Mm-hmm. She's a doctor, mm-hmm. and like Shijin went to like military academies. So, yeah, like, basically got his degree in army. <laughs> so, um, it kind of seems like maybe if you have like more education, you can 
be like go up the ranks but maybe since uh Jay Young like didn't go to college yeah he's kind of like maxed out at he's still seen as lesser than Mm -hmm. because of his non-college experience yeah as opposed to just like everything else he's done and probably he doesn't have a great family life yeah in a gang and stuff so Mm -hmm. yeah it's interesting but very fucked up because again he was in a gang. He most likely did have a fucked up family, but mm-hmm. he turned all of that around and has become like a very important role mm-hmm. in the army and is on the alpha team. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's the wild. A-team. Yeah, he's on the A team. <laughs> he's varsity. He's varsity <sighs> army. But either way, it's exciting because they get to be together. Totally. So that's really that makes me happy. Yes. We cut to Shijin and Moyan. They're getting gas, and I clocked that Shell product placement. Mm-hmm. Like they're in a fucking like shitty ass station it looks mm-hmm. like rubble everywhere and then you just see the shell sign you know, like in prestige yes <laughs> it's ridiculous but um Moyan is looking very serious god as usual yep and she tells him that she's just thinking why Shijin never wanted to date Myungju because she seems to have it all. But, yeah. She's a doctor. Good body. Good body. She's this, she's that. Like, uh-huh. no matter how you look at it, she just doesn't have any flaws. Mm-hmm. And Shijin is just like, well, is everybody supposed to date people who are pretty and come from a good background? Uh-huh. And she basically just trapped him and was like, oh, so you think she's pretty? I never said she was pretty. Uh-huh. And it turns into, like, this whole ridiculous jealousy thing. It reminds me of Mean Girls. It's so... Have you seen... Or do you remember that? I scene? haven't seen it in a very long okay, time. so, like, when Regina George is like, oh, so you think you're pretty. You agree. Yes, that <laughs> line, yep. Ugh. God, it's it's ridiculous. It's like, why do you want to fight with him? Mm-hmm. Like things are going so well. I know. But you already heard about what the dad said. Yeah. So he, yeah, basically they're like talking about her being jealous, and he tells her to come pump the gas. So she goes over there, and then he comes up behind her, and he kisses her, which super cute mm-hmm. and she asks what he's doing and he says i was covering up your mouth but in a sexy <laughs> way so again like pretty misogynistic and kind of fucked up but he's so charming like <laughs> i i can't deal and they keep kissing which is cute but Moyan still looks a little grumpy yeah as usual mm-hmm. um he goes into pay and then as he's walking in, this little boy comes running out, and the sh- the guy at the shop is like, stop him, stop that thief. Mm-hmm. And the boy drops all this medicine, and Moyan identifies the boy as having measles and tells Shijin that they have to go to this boy's village to contain it before it spreads because measles are super contagious, and if they're not treated, many of these children will die or get severely hurt from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they cut to... That, that whole thing is happening, and it's, like, super intense. All of a sudden, we're dealing with sick kids again. Yeah. Um, then we cut to Myungju, who's waiting outside, and Sadiyang comes, and he tells her what happened, and she can't believe it. And she's so happy, super mm-hmm. giddy. She's, like, jumping up and down, like, are you serious? Is this, is this for real? And I love that scene so much because she looks so cute. I She's know. so excited. This is like the happiest we've seen. Yesterday. Yeah. I did note, though, that she didn't kiss him. And I feel like if I had been in that situation, I'd be like, oh, my God. Come here. They don't even, like, 
They don't hold hands. They don't yeah. hug. They don't do anything. Like, they're standing, like, three feet away from each yeah. other talking. But, like, she's, she's still really giddy. She's excited. And then she stops and she's like, does my dad have cancer? Is he terminally ill? Like, should, should I go talk to him? Should I call him? What, what should I do? Uh-huh. And he... He hasn't told her the whole situation of, like, what this all entails and what this means yeah. or whatever. Because she's super excited. She runs off to go and talk to her dad. Mm-hmm. And he kind of just watches after her and is smiling. Like, mm-hmm. he seems overall, I think, happy with his decision. Like, I'm sure he's kind of like, oh, this is shitty. Yeah. And I don't want to leave my job. But I think also he really likes seeing her happy yeah. and obviously being with her. Totally. And I guess, like, the good part is, like, I mean, I think um, Dayang is a soldier at heart, I Mm -hmm. suppose, but it's not like he would be left out in the cold. Like, he's going to have another job. Yeah. But I'm sure, like, working for the family company doing God knows what is not going to be as fulfilling. Yeah, not nearly as exciting and, like, action-driven. Yeah. Um, but then we cut back to see Moyan and Shijin arriving at the kids' village, and Shijin has been in contact with the people back at the base, but at this point the radios aren't really working, um, but we see the soldiers, um, like Dayoung and Snoopy and all those guys at the base, um, tracking their car, their car's GPS, so if you look at the map, it kind of looks like they're off the grid, just Mm -hmm. like nowhere and so Dayoung is like we need to get Dr. Daniel up in here. Dr. Daniel he mm-hmm. does it all he knows it all. He's he's a wonder king. Mm-hmm. He's the best. Mm-hmm. So the people in the village um round up all the sick kids and they're just like laying on towels which is really sad. And, like, yeah I noted like two of them look like they were straight up dead. I know. Like as it's panning, there's some there farther back, and there's two that are just, like, laying there pale as shit with the measles bumps everywhere. And their eyes are just glazed over. Yeah. Like, are they alive? <laughs> Do they just have these dead uh, kids laying with those sick live ones? It's, like, the uh, show, like, fucking blurs blades, but they'll be like, nope, you want to see some fucking, like, blood spurt or some, <laughs> like, super sick kids? Because we'll show you. Some gray pasty kids. Hi. So bad. I know. This is why you need to vaccinate mm-hmm. fucking kids so you don't get measles. And spread them. I know. Side note, there's a lady I follow. Her name is Caroline Hirons. She's like a skincare guru mm-hmm. in the UK. And I think it, her, like, oldest son got measles. God. And he was, like, vaccinated and everything, but just, like, he Yeah, because somebody else. Yeah. And he, like, I think he straight up almost died. And the doctor was telling her, like, if he hadn't been, like, 25 and in super good shape, Mm -hmm. like, it probably would have killed him. And vaccinated. Yeah. Had he not been, like, he still got it, but I'm sure that helped him a lot. Yeah, because he had to, like, stay in the hospital and be, like, quarantined. I know, like, fucking people. Idiots. People having kids that should not have kids. Definitely. I'm sorry. But fuck. <laughs> anyway, back to, the, <laughs> back to the actual podcast here. Okay, back to the sick kids and other. <laughs> um, so Moyan is trying to communicate with the people in the village, and her and Shijin are asking like how long they've been sick, what's the situation, but no one is answering them. And Moyan is like, "Do they not understand us? What's going on?" 
So then the girl who was brushing her hair earlier shows up and speaks to them in English, and she says that no one is replying because they don't get food if they speak to strangers. So Moyan tells her that uh, she needs to give all the kids checkups because some of the kids have measles, and they need to be treated or they'll die or become disabled. So the girl responds that it's better to die than to live there, because when they grew up... Really fucked up for a kid to say, like, fuck. That girl can't be older than, like, 15, right? Yeah. Like, she looks really yeah. young. So, um... Oh, so when the boys grow up, they have to join the gang, and then the girls are sold off to pimps, and today is her turn. Uh... Yeah, it's So terrible. fucking sad. I know, like, again, this show, like, you feel really happy, and then it's like... It cuts to this. I God. know. You know, they're like, you want to feel really sad now? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. and Sada Young are together. Yay! Now listen to these kids. I know. Now listen to this teenage girl Fuck. about to be sold. Ugh. Mm. So, um, she tells them that she'll cooperate with them, but on one condition, they have to, like, get her out of the She's village. She's smart. Yeah. Smart girl. So, then we cut back to Dr. Daniel, explaining to the rest of the Alpha team that Shijin and Moyan are out of, quote, Phantom Village, which is basically, like, a little traveling village. Um, the war orphans gather together, and they kind of take care of each other, like, a little family, but... Uh, when the gangs find them, they take the kids hostage and they kidnap them for human trafficking. And the reason it's a phantom village is because they, like, change locations every So they can't days. be found. Right. Um, so then Dayoung gets in touch with Shijin to explain everything. But then <clears throat> Shijin tells, um, Shijin sees August and he tells the Alpha team, like, you'll need to hurry the fuck up because, like, it's about to go down. So then he runs back to Moyan, who doesn't know who August is, and she goes up to him, and she's like, are you these kids' guardians? Like, they have measles, and mm-hmm. you need to deal with this. But then she Shijin runs up in front of her, like, a little knight, and mm-hmm. he tells her to stay back, and then Moyan um, in Korean asks Shijin if he knows him, and he tells her it's Private Ryan. I know. So God. then, again, August is looking, like, super fucking menacing, and he kind of realizes that he's seen her with Big Boss, and I guess at, like, the memorial ceremony and mm-hmm. um, stuff like that, and he tells <clears throat> Big Boss, like, I think I have the advantage this time, in a super scary tone. Uh-huh, and, like, he's he's ready for it. This is, like, his moment, like, Shijin's in his fucking turf now. Yeah. Like, they're in the middle of nowhere. Nobody knows what's happening, you know, mm-hmm. or who these people are and stuff. So it's really crazy. But then as he's, like, facing them and Shijin's in front of Moyan kind of protecting her, you hear a big bang. Uh-huh. And it turns out that the girl in the red dress fucking shoots August. And she shoots him, like, on the side of his stomach, basically, uh-huh. like, goes through the side of him. Um, Shijin pulls out his gun really quick. And then the girl runs behind Shijin, like, uh-huh. for protection, and he gets the gun from her. Uh-huh. So now he's got two guns on him. August's gang is really fucking slow in, like, doing anything, because <laughs> the girl runs past him. Yeah. Like, they could have grabbed her, they could have done something, but they don't do shit. And then one of them falls on the floor and is trying to help him. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so intense. Like, it, it it turns real quick. Yeah. Um, and Shijin's telling them to freeze, and the gang's telling Moyan 
you need to help August. And August is, like, screaming, like, it's your duty to help me. You signed an oath. Yeah. And the girl's crying and saying, no, just let him die. Like, they need to leave. Like, we need to get out of here. Like, this is our only shot. Yeah, we have to fucking do this. Uh, Don't save him. And it's really hard to watch. I know. It's... Oh. The first time I saw this, and I feel like the first time you maybe saw it too, mm-hmm. like, it was so shocking when that yeah. little girl shot August, right? Like, Yeah. It, I, and you don't know who does it at first or uh-huh. where it's coming from, and then he falls and you see her and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> this show is full of surprises. That little girl did not want to go. <laughs> no, no, she is not messing around. Yeah, very tough. But Moyan is very conflicted at this point. Mm-hmm. She's always talked about, like, my job is to save people. My job is to do what I can to protect them and help them however I can. But now she's thinking, like, if I save him, probably more people will die. Mm-hmm. And not only more people, but innocent people like these children, mm-hmm. you know, and like their families and stuff. And so she's very, very conflicted as to what to do. And she tells Shijin, like, maybe I shouldn't save him. Maybe I should just let what happens happen. Uh-huh. And he tells her, like, no, save him. It's your job as a doctor to save him. And if a situation arises for them to kill him, I'll be doing the killing. Uh, it's like, Damn. And then it's the end. And we start seeing the little flashes. Uh-huh. <laughs> God. Such an intense ending. It really is. I think this is a very, very good episode. Yeah. One of my favorites, I think. I agree. Because we get a good mix of, like, Kissing and like happy couples, mm-hmm, romance, and, and then we're like, "What the fuck?" About this little girl being like sold off, and then we see Jin Young Soo swallowing diamonds, <laughs> and we're starting to see more about what this game does. Yeah, what they're all about, what their what their fucked up issues are. You know, mm-hmm. so we're starting to get a better idea as to these other characters that are highly dangerous. Yeah, it kind of just seems like. If you want illegal shit, go to them. Yeah. They have, like... We do everything. Weapons, human trafficking, mm-hmm. diamonds. Mm-hmm. Probably drugs. Mm-hmm. So, for fashion... Yes, God! I didn't really have a lot, um, but I have... Mixed spots about Moyang's plaid shirt that she wears while they're like rolling in the hay mm-hmm, slash like mm-hmm. walking through minefields. What yeah. are your thoughts on it? I don't hate it. It wasn't super memorable for me. It. I thought it was kind of weird because it's like frayed at the bottom. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I look at that. I'm like, do I like it or do I do not? I not? <laughs> I can't tell. I did like um, Lee Chi Hoon's button up that he's wearing when he when what scene was it oh when he tells Richard that you can you can have his seat oh, he's yeah. wearing like a striped button up but it doesn't have a collar oh right. it's one of those that just kind of stops and it's like a hard line at the uh-huh. top but I, I like those types of shirts a lot I do too yeah Lee Chi Hoon is like one of the best dressed mm-hmm. characters absolutely on the show that's why it was such a big deal when there's when he wasn't coordinating <laughs> yeah he's not coordinating and he's worn the 
the same three pairs of shoes. I wonder pair of shoes for three days. I wonder how big his suitcase was upon arrival. I know (laughs) to have three pairs of shoes in there Uh and to color coordinate your outfits. Like, I wonder what he brought. I know, like fucking Moyan wasted a bunch of space with her candle. Like, (laughs) I I still can't get over that she brought a candle on like a mission trip. She thought she needed light. Yeah, and, like, she smelled it, I guess. I guess, yeah. So, I guess that brings us to the You Are My Everything Yay. moment. I love you. I love you. I will always love you. I love you. And mine has to be when Shijin kisses um, Moyan at the gas pump. <laughs> Problematic. Maybe, but it's, like, so sweet to me because um, I think at that point it's just, like, pure, like, love slash lust, I guess. Because they're just, like, two super attractive people and he just, like, wants to kiss her at this point. Like, I think, you know, at this point in the story, they don't – it seems like they're on their way to becoming, like – an item. Yeah. And so it's just, like, just be together. And then they get to, like – I don't know. I don't know. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Um, but yeah, I just, I really liked that scene, just the way it looked. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of got like goosebumps, like, ooh, that was really cute. <laughs> so that's my I love you moment. For me, it's Myungju and Sada Young and things getting finally situated and everything has basically aligned at this point. Mm-hmm. They were very excited. They both had their happy moments. Mm-hmm. And I just loved seeing that. And that yeah. scene made me teary-eyed. Just like, oh my god. Oh, finally. Yeah. Finally. I know, because you're like a big Myungju and Jaeyoung. Yeah. Yeah. I am. I love them. I know. I love everyone. Yeah, everyone's pretty amazing. Yeah. Except for Richard. <laughs> no, fuck In August. In August. <laughs> And I also noticed that one of August's henchmen, the one who was driving that van. Oh, the UN worker? Yeah. Uh That guy kind of looks like a weird version of Milo, last name I can't pronounce, who was on Heroes and Gilmore Girls. Oh, Ventimiglia? Yeah. He's a very pretty guy. Oh, yeah. He's super handsome. He's super handsome. And this guy looks like a weird, like, B Universe version of him. I didn't. I noticed his look. Uh huh. Because I'm like, he's kind of handsome, but. But not? Yeah. Yeah. It's because he kind of has the Milo. Uh huh. But not. <laughs> so I noticed that today watching. Like, same shape of the head and almost like same hairstyle. Uh-huh. But he doesn't have like the crooked mouth. Oh, yeah. 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 I love him too. Yeah. I love, I love Jess. Gilmore yeah, girls. Team Jess all the way. Totally. I'd say let's do a Gilmore Girls pod, but someone already did this. <laughs> yeah, apparently there was like a pretty popular podcast. I don't know. Supposedly, I don't know. <laughs> um, but I'm excited for the next episode. Totally. I think this is. So is this where we stopped yes. watching with the boys? Yes. Okay. So today I had Andrew watching, which he was starting to fall asleep to, mm-hmm. and I was like, "You like." He, like, kind of shook, and he's like, not really. I was like, okay, you technically saw this one already, so I'll let it fly. Yeah. But, yeah, I think this is one of the biggest cliffhangers in the sense, like, 
you don't know what Mo Yang's gonna do. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. This is a man is dying in front of it's her. It's similar to that president. Oh, right. Except that the president wasn't a terrible asshole. Exactly. So, I don't know. Yeah. I think also because it's like, the president was dying from, like, internal shit. But this one, like, a poor, like, sex slave girl shot this fucking To save her own life. Yeah. So, uh, so much tension. Yeah. And then we get to see Myung-Ju and Dae-Yang finally get to be together. And hopefully help is coming soon. Because yeah. she didn't told them, like, get here quick. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, I'm so excited. We, we're we not quite nearing the end, but we're getting there, so I'm yeah. excited to watch more dramas Yeah, absolutely. I am too. Awesome. So if you want to watch more dramas with us, also, mm-hmm. please uh, subscribe to the podcast and give it five stars. That would be awesome, and it would really help us out. Yes. And you can follow us on Twitter at OKDramaPod. On Instagram, mm-hmm. at Drama Podcast, And on Instagram, we post a lot of, like, really great gifts. Yeah. I'm gonna say. <laughs> we also, um, if you ever are wondering what we're talking about, if we're speaking about something, like, super visual or our fashion segment, yeah. we post a bunch of stills on our Instagram as well. And then we also post our little say what's, too, that just give you a written sort of definition. Yes. Our sort of version on it. Yes. Um, simplified, so. Insta is a fun place to be. Yeah. And I think Phil and I talked about, like, maybe doing a mask me anything. Yeah, Where we wear I like sheet that. masks <laughs> and I just talk that. about stuff. So uh, follow us on there and stay tuned. Um, I think I already mentioned, but we already have, we have a Facebook page, so you can follow us on there, too. And if you have any questions or comments or corrections for us, you can email us at okdramapodcast at gmail.com. So I guess that'll do it for us today. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Okay, drama.